Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, power hour number two here inside the locker room. And Wolf, I got a question for you. Friend, ask away. Sheet or blanket? Um... Blanket. When, 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 you, uh, when you rest at night, when you go to bed, do you, are you are you trying to get the blanket over you, or are you just a sheet guy? No, I, I like uh, I like a blanket, um, but you, you like to be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, so you need cold, but you want to feel warm at the yes, same time. Yes, exactly, exactly. Got it, got it. So you're you're in line with what I'm about to do. So that's perfect. Thank you for unknowingly walking into this and giving me the right answer. You're gonna send me a blanket. Um, Oh, cool. I'll, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm actually oh, going to okay. talk about the loss of a blanket. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. whoopee. And that, Did you ever have a yeah. whoopee when you were a kid? You know, I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have a whoopee. You didn't have a, didn't whoopee? Have a whoopee? How could you, know, you not have a whoopee? You know, you got a little I mean, blanket. It's something you, you, you hang on to and, you know, you cuddle with and it's, you know, your buddy, you know your funny? pal. Yeah. I, I, you know, I never developed the because you know what's funny what's when, when you when you grow up as the husky kid, you know, <laughs> and you grow up in Florida, it, it's hot. It, it's hot year round, right? So right. I mean, so Whoopies were I, not like Northeast, right? Yeah. Well, and, and listen, my 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 brother had a Whoopie. He had a little giraffe Whoopie that he that he had. Okay. Uh, but for me, I never had a Whoopie. I never had that connection with the blankie or anything like that. Um, I, but so that's why when I ask you blanket or sheet guy, I, I'm always a sheet guy. Okay. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, just, you just give me a sheet at least, you know, I, I don't really need the blanket cause I'm going to get hot at some point. I'm going to kick off the blankets anyways. Okay. Um, but, but no, uh, you know, I, w- the reason why I said that was because, you know, this is a question for Jake Browning. He's going to lose his security blanket. Ah, he's going to lose his whoopee. Yeah, he's going to lose his Wooby or his Jamawi, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, but but Jamar Chase obviously has the AC joint sprain. He will miss some time, right? As was stated earlier, um, Ian Rappaport kind of reported that. Um, but you know, when you look at what Chase means to that Bengals offense, he's their leading receiver. He has ninety three receptions on the year, it's career high for him. Um, over 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns this year, but no other player on that team has 60 plus receptions or 600 plus yards um, for the Bengals. So when you're talking about he was the ultimate weapon, and we also knew in the last in that last game we played against him, those tip passes that he was getting and everything else. Oh man! Um, but he also has tw- since Jake Browning has taken over as a starting quarterback, 22 receptions and 323 yards. With him, so 
he's been a favorite not only of Joe Burrow, but also of Jake Browning. And you're kind of losing that that security blanket for him. So now the question is, is it T. Higgins now time to step up and be that be that whoopee for him? Well, T. Higgins had some injury problems, didn't he, earlier in the year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he missed some time. Yeah. I mean, he only has 36 catches on the year and 497 yards. Right. But he's a long, uh, lengthy yeah. guy, if I recall, right? He's like 6'4". Something like that, six yeah. five. Oh, yeah, he 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 is a he is a walking beanstalk. Yeah, um, yeah. So so you know you think that that's the natural progression that he now becomes the go to guy for Jake Browning in this offense, and you know because you know he had to remember he had four catches for sixty one yards, but he had two touchdowns in that overtime victory um, against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And the key one that that sealed it for him. So you know, but here's the thing: he didn't get receptions until who? Jamar Chase goes out the game, right? He yeah. did not get targeted, um, and all four of his catches came came in the fourth quarter in overtime. Interesting. So yeah, so exactly. So you know, that's where I think it's it's very interesting how this is going to play out. And also, you have to remember T. Higgins has more career receiving yards against the Steelers than any other opponent. Mm. Did you know that? No. So he averages eight receptions a game for 131 yards a game uh, in the two career road games he's played in Pittsburgh. Hmm. That guy, yeah. Ah, We don't need any more of them guys. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. What I'm saying is I provide perspective, right, for this. But also you have to remember – this is also one where T. Higgins usually has, you know, has has, has a Batman, and he's usually the Robin. Um, you know, we know what happened when Robin tried to be Batman; it just didn't work well, and he was just vigilanteing all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wonder what he's going to do without having that his own personal whoopee with Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was everybody's whoopee apparently at uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how it's going to be, but I think that's that's it, if we're looking at. Okay, how are we going to defend the the air game? It's going to be, you know, T. Higgins and then, of course, whoever inserts it tight end. I know Tanner Hudson has been on a four, four, four catches a game yeah. streak. Five straight um, games, man. Five straight games. So. It's coming on. So, and, you yeah. know, it's not like we haven't had problems with the tight end. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about, Wolf. He's not going to get five catches. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, think about yeah, this, I, too. They're You've, still trying to figure out how to cover Trey McBride. Anyways, <laughs> you still got Tyler Boyd. Now Tyler's not having the same kind of year that he normally has. Uh, he's posted three or fewer catches in six of his last eight games. All right, but that guy is still. I'm thinking the more he goes along, and the less of the, the less of Jamar Chase, the more you're going to see a, a Tyler Boyd. The more you're going to see a Tanner Hudson. You know, T Higgins. But I, I gotta, I gotta believe those targets are going to be going somewhere, and I gotta believe that that Tyler Boyd can be one of them because he can. The Steelers also have issues covering slot receivers. Statistically, they're not all that great. If I if I if I uh, read the stats right, and uh, yeah. you know, a guy like Tyler Boyd can have a a big day if you're if you're not on your P's and Q's, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not when you're not on the P's and Q's. Why do they say P's and Q's? Why do you think that? I I, I have no I, I don't that, even know. That's the saying, right? 
Yeah, that is. That is the saying. Yeah, you're on your PCQs. I, have, I know the answer. Okay, what's the okay. answer, Wes? All right, here it is. You know, this is when you need to turn to a, uh, a, a WVU grad for things like this, right? Because P's and Q's stems from Ireland. Ireland, The pubs in Ireland, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you got you to go to a good drinking school to learn things like this. <laughs> It started, honestly, at the pubs in Ireland, P's and Q's, mind your own P's and Q's, because in the old country, they served beer in pints and quarters, right? You could order a pint ah. or you could order a quarter. And when someone was being nosy at the bar, they would say, hey, mind your own pint, mind your own quarter, mind your own P's and Q's over there, stay out of me business. <laughs> and I swear, that's where, I, I'm being goofy, but that is actually what it's from. Mind your own P's and Q's, mind your own pints and quarters. When you're sitting at the bar, don't be nosing in my business, stay, stay in your this own. This is why the locker room is such a... Uh, this is the uh, most glorious thing. Yes. Uh, you know, I ever. mean, why you got it, this conglomeration Listen, while I'm over here having info. me Guinness, all right? Don't be in my P's and Q's. <laughs> Wesley Euler coming across with the heavy-duty info here in the locker room. I love it. It's a reservoir of knowledge. That's what exactly. it is. Exactly. And He's everybody out the there, Steeler Nation, now. is now better for it. Yes, Thank you exactly. for tuning in today. You just got, you just got you your heard. trivia question of the day. Life question answered right there, and I am here for it. That was awesome. Uh, that, was a, that, Max, was a, uh, that was a 400-level class at WVU. <laughs> Yes, you, just, you, had, you had to get past, you had to get past the pints in the quarters. I, I like that. before you can walk across stage. Exactly. A graduation. You show that before you, you can get a whole quart, Sonny, you got to get a quarter. Yeah, you start with quarters. Eventually, we will work our way up to pints. Yeah. You guys are nuts. Okay. Oh my gosh, no, that is that is beautiful. But to get back on get back that, to what we were talking about geez. before oh, we were so someone played about hey. pipes quick. <laughs> I guess that's, that's, more, that's more Scottish, though, actually, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is more Scottish. Turn my microphone off now. Yeah, exactly. I'm losing say, it right now. Yeah, all the mix are mad at you now. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but no. Um, where were we at? Oh, well, no, we're we were talking about, about Tyler, Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tanner Hudson. Tyler Boyd. Tanner Hudson. Yeah, the tight end. Yeah, we got we got on those. So I mean I think I think it's really important that you know when you're talking about developing an approach uh, for how do you combat them, I think all of this stems with you know you have you have to you have to play them early and you have to apply pressure to Jake Browning. Oh, there's no question. Um, that 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 is that is the key that is the key to unlocking this. You know how TJ how Alex do off the edges and how you limit what Joe Mixon can do. Uh, running the football like you did a couple weeks ago when he could not run the football, you forced him in the air, and you forced Jake Browning to make errors. Um, that's where the key is because we don't want to find out if T. Higgins can be the T. Higgins of old. I don't want to find no, that out. I, no. want, I, I, want to see, I want to see how well Jake Browning gets up off the ground after being hit really hard. And numerous um, times. Numerous, frequent, often, whatever you want to say to attach to that – because I think that's going to be the key to throwing him off. Because here's something I didn't know about Jake Browning. Uh, did you know in the last 30 years, um, for a quarterback, you know, starting in his first four starts, um, of course, minimum 50 attempts made at a time. Okay. But Jake Browning ranks fifth in the last 30 years with passer rating. No kidding. Behind the great Kurt Warner. All right. Yes. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. 
Brock Purdy. Wow. And Chad Pennington right below that. So Jake Browning, not a Joe Burrow, not a Carson Palmer. How about that? Not, not, not an Andy Dalton. He ranks fifth all time in the last 30 years with a passer rating of a 109.3 average. Wow. Ow. Yeah. Man, oh man, that uh, that's that's not right. You shouldn't go from Joe Burrow to somebody with stats like that. Yeah, exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair. Not fair. <laughs> not fair. No, 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 no. But but I think but that just goes to show you just how proficient this young man has been. Yes. And how well he's adapted to this offense and the personnel that's there that he's able to you know like you said reel off a seventy percent completion percentage, albeit you know. The mix of it might not necessarily be down the field, you know, 20-yard, 30-yard No, yard but it throws. is plus 10-yard air yards, yeah. That he's, yeah, his plus 10 air yards is, is pretty darn good. It's very so, impressive. Now, the problem is, okay, what are we going to do? You've got, you know, the t- the whole safety uh, situation going on. Get Zooks, man. I mean, you think about that. Uh, it, it does start to really uh, give you a little bit of crimp in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bad. But you know what I say? What's that? What when, you when, say? When I hear that, what's that? I say enter Joey Porter Jr. True. Into the conversation, but you and can only put him on one dude at a time. That's okay. I, I, there's one less dude I got to worry about. <laughs> right. I would put him on. A, I would put him on a tight end, but he. But we want to keep him on the corners. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, because he could do it. Because do you realize that Joey Porter has allowed the lowest completion percentage? He's he's on a as tear, a man. He's killing in the, it. In, in the NFL, right? Minimum 40 targets. He's allowed 43.5% completion percentage against opponents. That's awesome. That's really awesome, man. You know, and so, we just need a couple yeah. more of them. <laughs> yeah, we just need a couple more. So, when, when the passer rating of opposing quarterbacks when throwing at, uh, at Joey Porter Jr., they have a passer rating of 59.7. Mm. 20, only 20 catches on 46 targets, only allowed one touchdown, has one interception, and he's defensed eight passes. Does it say how many penalties he's drawn? No, nope, we're not going there. Okay. We're, we're focused on positives here. That's positives. Positives uh, only. <laughs> That's it. Just just knock that out. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm still hung. I okay. I understand yeah. that. I'm still <laughs> What grinds your gears, Wolf? Yes, what grinds my gears is the last game when he got called for a penalty, running mano y mano. Who was it? Was it Pittman or Alec was it? Pierce. 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 With Pierce. Yeah. Pittman, Pierce, whatever. Okay. But they're both chest to chest. They got their hands on each other up top. Uh, you're not pushing. They're not, you know, they're not extending their arms. They're just doing a little bit of hand battleization on the inside there. And then you call yeah. Joey. And that just... That's just wrong, man. I mean that that you know that that sort of PI stuff for Joey. That was just a great job of staying in the grill of the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That stuff yeah. like that really bothers me. Well, it's like well, it goes to a veteran corner, corner maybe, but not to a young corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's and it's like it, it, and it's all about perception, right? I mean, True. And, and you know that's the human error in in, in the refereeing realm. But I feel like they err on the side of, you know, A, the defender's always wrong, and B, Pittsburgh Steelers defenders are always wrong, <laughs> when in doubt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it feels yeah. personal. Because when I watch other games, and, you know, I had the opportunity to, to, you know, to watch other games, 
uh, since we played on a Saturday. And I'm looking at other teams and, and other matchups, and I'm like, that doesn't look any different than what Joey was doing. Why did he get a penalty and Sauce Gardner doesn't get that? Right, <laughs> you know? right. Or, you know, why doesn't some other guy get this? And I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, you know, and this is where the discrepancy is with it. And, yeah, we could gripe about it. But, I mean, and, and was that the one play that changed things? No. But it's like if it starts a domino or there's a cascade that changes the way a player's playing, which allows for more freedoms in the future to make big plays, that's when you're like, come on, guys. Like, like there has to be some fairness in this. And like you said, arms weren't extended. He was not grabbing cloth. Right. He was not truly restricting the guy from trying to make a play on the ball. They were fighting for position, which is what you're supposed to do. Right? <laughs> right. You know, and, and that's what it is. And, and you can grab the first five yards, and then after that, he, you, you let go, and that's what he did. But but if a guy's touching you, it's like, no. It's like your little brother that holds holds a finger right in front of your face. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching like right. you. You have, to, you have to swat at it, right? I mean, that's what you're going to do, except Just for Alex actually about contacting that. him. You, you know what? I should have yesterday. <laughs> oh, by the way, he told me to tell you he loves you. Well, t- give it to um, him right back. Tell him I love him. Big bro loves him. Right back. All right. I, de- I, def- I definitely will. I'll pl- continue to play this game of telephone. Love it. Ask him um, ask about the times they used to hold his arm's length, locked out on his head, and he's swinging away at me, and he can't reach me because he's, you know, too little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, the kid oh would swing, gosh. man. He'd swing for the fences. You know what I, I mean? I was about to say. I was about to say, he, he had to have a mean hook developed by yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. that, that stopped after he got older, let me tell you. But. Yeah, I was about to say, once the arm length got a little bit closer, you start feeling the breeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's, you know, Rocky can go to the body on that one, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but you know, that, that's where I look, and, and it just it frustrates me. But you know what? I will say this, and I appreciate this about, about uh, Lil Peasy, man. Like, he does not get discouraged no, by it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. he still goes and he wants to take another crack at it. He wants another bite at the apple. And that's why you see the results that, that I just that I just laid at you stats wise. Lowest completion percentage when throwing against him in the NFL. Not just on our team, not just in our division. Right. Not in our car. In the NFL. That's amazing. So when you're talking about the development of a lockdown corner. This is exactly what we're talking about here. So I love the challenge accepted going up against T. Higgins, who could be the new Wooby for Jake Browning. But he wouldn't he wouldn't Wooby if <laughs> you put Joey Porter on him. Anywho, Whoopies. with that, we're gonna step aside. We're gonna step aside with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna postulate on the Wooby situation. But we got the cool breeze coming in next segment. So make sure. You get your you get your members only coat on your windbreaker something to break that cool breeze as he comes in because I'm sure it's a little chilly there in pit, um, yeah exactly. Oh, I'm getting ready for my trip wolf tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're packing all the heat packets. I'm bringing my little electric vest. I'm bringing everything, man, for this trip. But uh, we'll be back in a minute with the great Jewelry Dulac here inside the locker room on ESPN and SNR Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. 
The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what's so funny is I'm watching Expedition Unknown, which is Josh oh, Gates on the show. History Channel. Yeah, Max, you love that show. He's down in the Florida Keys. He's diving wrecks in the Bahamas. You know, it's one of these treasure things. And all of a sudden, they got some Bahamian music. I'm thinking, that's like the cool breeze, man. That's that's like Jerry Dulac. And we got Jerry Dulac brought to you by Archie's on the South Side, where you can go and get your favorite adult beverages and get yourself filled up on some of the best wings and pizza the South Side's ever seen. So anyhow, let's bring on the cool breeze. Do how are you, my friend? Well, well, I am fine, and um, I believe that you personally have trademarked that song. So I think you should challenge them on the use of that music uh, without your written consent. There you go. I think we're just going to have to like, hey, have at it. You know, we'll, we'll take on one of the big <laughs> studios. <laughs> That's right. Merry Christmas, my friend, to you and the other big boy there, Max. Thank you so much. Hey, Merry thanks, Christmas Jerry. to you. Jerry, What what's your thoughts, the, the whole process of what's going on now? I think that they've adequately addressed the George Pickens situation. Can they move on from there? Eddie Faulkner spoke. Mike Tomlin spoke. And now you got to focus in on what's coming up, and which is Cincinnati. And Cincinnati without Jamar Chase is not quite the same Cincinnati with Jamar Chase. Well, there's no question about that to your first point, Wolf. Uh, let's hope they've moved on uh, verbally because that's all it is. It's words. I think it's time for actions, uh, you know, for George Pickens uh, to, um, you know, play, change the way a wide receiver is supposed to play. Um, that is asking for a lot because I don't believe that Leopards change their spots. Um, and, and to sit there and defend his actions to me is indefensible, even though I understand the message that Mike Tomlin wants to get across, that he's a young man who's in development. But it's the same reason other teams stayed away from George Pickens in the draft. So, uh, you know, enough talk about why you're afraid of being hurt. Um, you know, enough talk about, uh, you know, feeling you have to defend them. Let's you either take action against him or he changes the way he plays. But, you know, you guys know as former players and especially as offensive linemen, um, he's worried about getting rolled up out on the edge. You guys live with that every day of your life. There is no more leg activity than in the pit where you guys play. And yet, could you imagine not doing your job because you were worried about getting hurt? So I just have to believe that's a hard uh, a pill for a lot of guys in that locker room to swallow when they, one, see that, but more especially uh, hear that. It's incredible to me that George Pickens actually said publicly, and I was there uh, when he said it, that he does, you know, he does, he's worried about getting rolled up on and getting hurt. Well, you can't, you can't play the game to worry about getting hurt because if that's the case, then you shouldn't be playing because – Let's face it, there's probably a pretty good chance that somewhere along the line you're going to get hurt in, in the You there, Jerry? Did you just drop, oh. buddy? I think we just Are lost here? Jerry Dulek for the moment here. For some reason, we can't oh, raise him. Me? Oh, there you are. There, okay. there he is. You got okay, okay. okay. we're good. We got gotcha. you. Uh, what, what part of my sermon did you not hear? <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we pretty much got it. You know, the fact of the matter okay. is. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. To move on from that, what do you see as being the biggest 
obstacle for the Steelers to overcome this weekend going into the Cincinnati game? Well, Wolf, it kind of ties in with uh, the second part of your question that you asked me. Yeah, and there's no question not having Jamar Chase is uh, is a large deal. They didn't have T. Higgins in the first matchup, and T. Higgins is actually the guy over the last couple of years who has hurt them. But there is no question with or without Jamar Chase, um, that middle of the field, uh, where they are at inside linebacker, and mm. now where they are at safety without their top three safeties, which is probably going to be for the rest of the year. Minka maybe comes back for the last game. Um, Now they might as well put a sign in the middle of the field that says open for business because you know darn well uh, with the receivers they have and the way we've seen other teams attack them, um, you know, that's uh, that's going to be the key. And what the Steelers do, by using a temporary fill-ins at the safety position. Um, you know, those aren't exactly safeties they're going to be using. And so, to me, that is the biggest key, uh, especially when you look at the way Jake Browning has played, 76% completion percentage. Uh, he's averaging 315 yards passing. He has five touchdowns since the, since the last meeting. He looks like a completely different quarterback. He looks more like Joe Burrow in that offense than Jake Browning uh, that we saw the first time. So that, to me, is without without a doubt the biggest issue that the Steelers are going to have to deal with. All right, Jerry, let's turn our attentions offensively. Um, you know, Mason Rudolph has been in this system for a long time, and he he's he started games for the Steelers, and you know. He, in his 10 starts, he, he does have a 5-4-1 record, so he has technically a winning record. Um, you know, what, what are the expectations for, for Mason coming into this game as far as what he's going to be allowed to do, what's available to him? How do you, how, how, how do you feel the game plan uh, from, from what the coordinators have said is going, is going to be uh, implemented with Mason as a starter? Well, you know, Max, um, first off, I don't think all of a sudden they're going to allow Mason Rudolph to beat Dan Marino. They're not going to allow him to be a gunslinger. That being said, doing what they have been doing and expecting Mason Rudolph to fit in to their offensive uh, a scheme, which is Matt Canada's scheme, um, that isn't working either. So there's no point in having him fit in to that type of scheme. I know the scheme's not going to change, but um, I think at this point in time, you know, three losses in a row, um, looking at four, three games left, um, again, it's not time to abandon everything and let Mason Rudolph call the plays. I know that's not the case, but you have to do something different than you've been doing. And, you know, Mason Rudolph is a pretty good, uh, let's say very good long-range passer. You know, that, that 18 to 22 yards, even the deep ball, we've seen him. He's pretty good at that. Um, but whatever it is that you've been doing, and whether that's the play calling or just your game plan, um, it has to change because the results since that Cincinnati game are worse the past three games than they've been under Matt Canada. And that's saying a lot. And that's why we're seeing uh, the change. All that being said, 
I'm glad, uh, you know, to see Mason Rudolph uh, get a chance to play. I'm happy for him. He felt he was, and I agree, 100% unfairly treated last year when they uh, talked about an open quarterback competition, and he never so much as took a snap in practice with the first team in training camp. So I'm happy that Mason Rudolph is getting uh, this opportunity, and, and I hope he does well. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And one of the things that I hope he does is he goes back to the well that was very good uh, the first time around with Cincinnati, and that was Pat Fryermuth being able to uh, corral right. nine nine catches, 123 yards or 120 something like that, for the sake of journalistic integrity, Jerry. You know, but the fact of the matter is, I think per, where you put your progression in the di- route charts, you know, the the route trees. I think that's going to be really interesting to see because I got to believe that you want to get back to getting Fryermuth against these guys. Yeah, and and you're right. Wolf. What worked the first time? 421 yards offense. First time over 400 yards in 59 games. Uh, big game by Pat Fryermuth. Career highs um, and, and 22 first downs or whatever the number was. Yeah, there's no question. Whatever he did the first time, you know. Uh, I'll have what she has from uh, the quote when Harry met Sally. I, I think to, to go about doing anything different, look, even though, you know, the Bengals might look at a few things and say, look, they'll probably try this again. Nonetheless, you know what? Try it until they show they can stop it. Right. Yeah, no, that that, that is always the recipe uh, for this. Uh, where are we at um, with some of the injuries? I know, you know, because they said that Pat's dealing with a knee and Broderick's dealing with an ankle. Um, cams and concussion program. Where are we at with the injuries uh, to this squad uh, right now, Jer? Yeah, I know uh, they were having Chooks uh, work at right tackle because of um, Broderick's injury. Uh, it was indicated to me earlier in the week that it wasn't a large deal. So I, um, I, I'm going to at least go on that for now. You know how the concussion protocol works. It's just a matter of how a guy evolves through it. Some go through it quicker yeah. uh, than others. Minka, of course, is not going to play. And as I said, I, you know, it was told to me that his injury is not good, which it at least tells me it's going to be another week for him. Right. And now, of course, no Keanu Neal is not coming back. And we know DeMonte KZ is suspended. Um, so, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's been a lot of injuries. Uh, but, fellas, you know what? Um, every team has injuries. Every team has them in abundance, and um, it's just a matter of being able to deal with them uh, as best you can. I just can't get over the the, the run on the inside of the defense from linebackers right. to safeties right down right. the middle. It's almost ridiculous. And to think about it, at one point in time, Montrevious Adams right down the middle, a nose tackle. <laughs> was also a guy that had an injury issue and missed some time. There's something about right down the middle that doesn't sit well with uh, being healthy for whatever reason at this time yeah. of year. And that's the thing with our injuries, Wolf. You're right. It's at the, it's not only at the two positions, but it's the two positions right down the middle. And, and we have seen the Steelers struggle uh, with tight ends in the middle of the field, and this only makes it – you know, this only makes it worse uh, and more difficult for them. And, again, how they're going to use their guys playing two guys who aren't even safeties at that position. Um, you know, even Trenton Thompson got banged up 
uh, in the last game came in and out of the lineup. So, right. yeah, it's not exactly – it's not instilling a lot of faith that they're going to be able to effectively stymie the Bengals' uh, passing game, though it does help not having Jamar Chase because that's one guy now Joey Porter can isolate on following T. Higgins, and then they'll worry about the other guys with what they have. Yeah, that, that, that's that's going to be uh, interesting, I mean, for Jake, because, you know, Chase was his security blanket, as we noted. Um, DJ Reader uh, being out defensively, I mean, how do you see that right. kind of changing the approach with, with Cincinnati? Because we also had a great run day against them the last time we played against them, and he was in the lineup, so now that he's out of the lineup, I mean, how is that? how do you feel that's, that's going to affect the game plan? Yeah, big-time big match. I'm glad you brought that up uh, uh, because our reader's not going to play. Steelers uh, were able to run the ball uh, effectively very well. You know, that was during that stretch where they averaged 165 yards per game. Then, of course, New England, they got behind 24-3, to still had 130 yards. But then last week, last week was puzzling to me, fellas, because they had a 13 nothing lead. Now, you talk about Okay, I know it was a second quarter. But you talk about trying to take the air out of the ball and maybe run the ball. What surprised me was with Indy, with a lighter defensive front, man, there was nowhere to go. Um, You you know, and I I don't study the film the way you guys do, of course. You know, your eye is trained that way. But I was just surprised at the lack of space to run the ball against that front because – They haven't been very good against it, and I thought the Steelers would have some success doing it, especially getting out to a 13-0 lead, and the exact opposite happened. Exactly so. Now, one of the things, Jerry, i got to ask you about, what did you think about Kenny Pickett? He got out there and practiced yesterday, you know, moved around, it looked like. Yeah, yeah, I saw him the last two days, Wolf. Um, uh, You know, he obviously – has healed quicker than expected. That tightrope surgery is done to accelerate the healing process, but it's accelerated it. Uh, Santa Claus is just passing me here on the road. Uh, uh, rudely, I might add it, but as I'm talking to you, I'm hesitant to honk uh, uh, angrily at Santa Claus. Yeah, I can't um, do that. You'll but, get a call. Yeah. And so I, I, so I would uh, um, – I'll be a little surprised if he plays. That will be the quickest anybody has ever come back from that surgery. Mm. Um, the, the timetable was, was – but the mere fact that he's been out there, um, I don't think Mike Tomlin would have gone to the lengths to say that Mason Rudolph is his starter, although the caveat was when he said, as I stand here today, right. Mason has the ball. Now, that was on Monday. But I think, um, and this could change, but I think the plan would probably is to be Mason Rudolph will start and Kenny Pickett, if things are going the other way, Kenny Pickett might come into the game. I will say this, for a guy who's been injured somewhat frequently, I have been told that he is a tough SOB uh, and he wants, you know, he was playing with a high ankle sprain anyway, much like Trevor Lawrence. It's just that the, the injury uh, got aggravated even more so requiring that surgery. Right. He, he wanted to stay in the game when, um, uh, when he got hurt. And so 
from Kenny Pickett's standpoint, uh, I don't think there's any uh, question with him about pain tolerance. If it's up to him, he'll want to play. But you heard Mike Tomlin say it's up to the medical people, and that is the way they operate. The medical people will tell them yay or nay, and that will be the final decision on Kenny Pickett. All right. Well, Jerry, I want to thank you for joining us. Max, did you have anything else for Jerry? I am good, Wolf. All right. All right. Watch Santa Claus when you you, you make a a turn here, Jerry. We don't want you banging into Santa Claus down there, okay? And don't end up on the naughty list. I think think, right. I don't want to. I don't want that to happen. I think Santa turned off and he had another appointment somewhere. So (laughs) he cut me off. He's probably in a hurry to deliver some more presents. Well, at least okay. he just cut you off and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I, I, I will say this. He looked like more like Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa than Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Thank you very much, Jerry Dulek, the Cool Breeze. And thank you for joining us. Uh, all right, boys. I'll see you at the ball yard on Saturday. Sounds good. That's Jerry Dulek. Oh, man, what a guy. Love it known Jerry for so many years. You know what? We're going to go to break now, take a break, and uh, we'll be back with more because it's the Bell Lap, and Max is up. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, it is now the bell lap. That is correct. We are now officially only two sleep nights away from the Steelers playing. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you know, four sleep nights from Christmas. So, however you want to, you know, quantify that and... And let that sink in. Um, but most importantly, Ooh, I know yeah, six yeah, seconds. Exactly. Yeah, oh, God, that was only what like three. No, I didn't. What, did a squirrel get in here? <laughs> <or something? laughs> we got those pesky elves doing their business. That's exactly. Now, Keebler elf is CJ, in the sound system. CJ, CJ, we got elves now. We got elves. It's not just ninjas and squirrels. We got elves. <laughs> CJ's just back in like the like the engineering room here at our iHeartRadio yeah. studios. He's like crawling through vent space like he's uh, yeah, exactly. you know like he's John McClane and Die Hard like he's Bruce Willis trying to find these squirrels. <laughs> Exactly, exactly so because it is a christmas movie and he and he and, he, and he's got like one of those little, little small hammers he doesn't have a full-size hammer because it's a tight space there's a small hammer trying to hammer away <laughs> at the elves and the gremlins and everything no it, it's it's a great visual hey, um let me let me throw something yeah. out here because tomorrow december 22nd atp that's adventures in training with a purpose they're having okay. a christmas party from three to six out at their place in 7000 stonewood drive in wexford pa Area code 15090, 3 to 6. Come out and hang out with the staff, clients, and supporters between 3 and 6 p.m. for some holiday fun. I'll be out there. So just to let you know, yes, I'm going to go go out and hang out with Colby and all the good people there from ATP. And uh, if you're in the area, drop by because I'm sure they got to have, like, some cookies and stuff. I mean, John would invite me to something without food. I mean, come on. you got to have food there. Yeah, no, you got to have food. I mean, listen, listen, you can't invite Wolf. Without come on, that, that's present. just you know, you that's gotta just have some Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, preferably, I'm sure you'd like Christmas donuts, but yeah. <laughs> Ooh, those are good. 
That's right. Sprinkles. Just sprinkles. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little, green, sprinkle a little green and red sprinkles, a little white frosting on top. Oh, I mean, that's nice. That's hey, nice. The, the the bell lap's also the lunch bell. So, you know, right. we, we can we 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 can we we can definitely stoke appetites at this hour. It, <laughs> it is perfectly legal right now. And I just and I just did that. Exactly so. so. But you know what's still going on too? All right. Think about this, Max. Pro Pro Bowl voting. All right, think yes. about it. That's going on until Christmas. And right now, the only stealer in the lead in his position is T.J. Watt. All yeah. right, so, you know, it's like um, you got you to vote the Chicago way. Vote early, vote often. Yes, exactly. <laughs> vote early, vote often. And you get more than one vote. That's so, right. So, you know, let's try, let's try and send some guys to the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, obviously, Minka has, is a little down, so probably yeah. be a little tough. But doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Still vote for him. Yeah. Um, you know, Alex Highsmith as well. Uh, Cam Hayward. I mean, you know, we ha- we have some guys on here that have been to Pro Bowls that you can send back to a Pro Bowl again if you are ardent in in in, in your affections for those guys. Um, but uh, you know, make sure you go was it ProBowl.com slash vote or no Steelers.com slash vote. Is that it? Okay. Uh, yeah. I forgot yeah. to find out that. Yeah, exactly. It's the details. They always sink me. Details are a problem for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like a speed limit sign. Like, you know, it's adhered, but, I mean, you know, it's kind of a suggestion, you know, um, is how we look at it. Uh, Well, you know, as we kind of wind down, and we'll get into more, you know, Christmassy stuff, and we'll we'll have callers tomorrow talking about Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, as I think about this, okay, you know, you're I, just, I have to I have to ask this question, Wolf. Ask away, my friend. For a Christmas dinner, because mm-hmm. we already talked about Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. What is a must-have for a Christmas dinner? What has to be on the plate, um, or at least served for Christmas dinner uh, in the Wolfley household? You know, I I love a good Christmas ham. There's nothing like ham. Come on. You get that, tear that hunk off and throw some mustard on it. Just gobble it down. When, you know, it's like finger food, man. Give me a good knife. Cut that bad boy. and Yeah. You want cubed or sliced? Oh, I want you sliced. You want the fold? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you want the folding action. Oh, yeah. And then the mustard. Okay, yeah, got, it, got when it. When you got fold it. it in half, you can dip and you got a little groove there that you can suck all the mustard into. It's like, it's like a little spoon. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little spoon. Exactly. You know, a little shovel. You got you got to how much mustard you, you got to have the technique for it, and no doubt about it. Now, is this Dijon mustard? Is this honey mustard? What's the mustard base? I love the honey mustard. mustard. Well, okay, the brown mustard. Yeah, you know, I like to have several different kinds because I like the brown mustard. I also like the honey mustard. You know, and Dijon is also pretty good too. So sweet, savory, and flavorful. <laughs> you need you need you need the whole gamut, right? Right. So what's going on in the uh, Starks household? What's what's got to be on your your dinner table? You know, I, I, for me, like, you know, proteins, I, I'm, I'm good. You know, you can go ham, you can, you can even go a turkey. Right. Or sure. you can go prime rib. I'm fine with all three. Ooh, right? Prime rib. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a prime right. rib yeah, Sunday, right. Sunday night family dinner prime rib, baby. I'm nervous, boys. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, no. You, when, you the responsi- you you know, when the responsibility of the, I know, the too. meat is on you, it's a big one. Oh, my goodness. And I've yes. done the turkey on Thanksgiving now for like three or four years on the smoker, and I'm really confident and comfortable with that. This is the first time I'm ever doing a prime rib. So Uh-oh. 
I've been reading recipes yeah. and watching YouTube videos every, every <laughs> don't night. Don't overcook I'm, it. I'm don't watching the film, it. Max. I've been watching the film on the prime rib every night. <laughs> Make sure it's at a medium rare, and oh, then yeah. you just let it sit for a little bit. It might get to a medium at most. Uh, yep. you know. That's it. But don't don't let that thing get medium well or well. You don't want it, Christmas don't want vacation turkey. Yeah. <laughs> the blessing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clark. Yeah, Clark. Clark. Yeah. What no, are you doing? Uh, I pledge allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Um, no, what, what has to be a staple, I think, for me is more so the desserts. I, I, I have to have I have to have a good pecan pie um, at dessert during Christmas. Really? Um, you know, yes. I, I like pecan. Pie. All right. But I do yeah. love cherry. Cherry pie just rocks. Yeah. Man. That's good stuff. I, you know, it's, it's too... It's too loose for me. I want a good solid stated pie. You okay. Know? All right. I, and, and you know, like is, is that in a sweet potato? You know, just like Thanksgiving. Like I, I need to have my desserts. But I will say this: my wife makes a heck of a six cheese macaroni and cheese. Ooh, six cheese. Never heard yeah, of six, six cheeser. I've yeah, heard of no, seven six layer lasagna, which is cheese. Yeah. Five five layer dip. Oh, five, yeah, five layer, layer dip, dip, but as but. well. But a six cheese lasagna. I mean, it, wow. it's, 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 it's got all the faves in there. What time, got, what time should we be there, Max? <laughs> uh, 3 p.m. Christmas Day. There you go. 3 p.m. Christmas Day. Oh, no problem. Well, if, if we fly out there. at like 6 a.m., we should be able to be there in time. <laughs> oh, you'll be there in plenty of time. Because that's 740 on American. No. Uh, <laughs> like, like you don't know, <laughs> right? Say, like yeah, like I wouldn't know exactly what flight yeah. number and time. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, yeah, I got to have I gotta have mac and cheese. And like I said, the protein... We can go between between three of the greatest hits, like I said, ham, turkey, or prime rib. I think we're going to do prime rib this year. My Uncle Wayne's doing it. Mm. Um, so so he's going to do the prime rib. But, yeah, the mac and cheese and the pie has got to be on point um, for Christmas. Got to have it. Got to have Beautiful. it. Beautiful. All right. Yeah. All right. And with that, you know, that's the end of the show. So hopefully everybody's hungry and they're going to go have a great hearty lunch. Good luck trying to find a six-cheese macaroni and cheese. No, just joking. Um, <laughs> but, no. We'll be back here inside the locker room. Same black and gold channel. Same black and gold time. He is Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks. We got Wesley Euler on the ones and twos. Of course, uh, somewhere CJ is trying to hammer out the elves. Uh, but you know what? We'll allow them tomorrow as we'll also open up the phone lines for all of you to call in. Let's talk. Let's get some Christmas tidings in and get fully in the yeah, spirit on, on a Friday edition of the locker room. And of course, our sensei, Brian LaMartina. You know, keeping us all in line and keeping us on the airwaves. We appreciate it. Now, go make it a great day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.